Hey guys, my name is Kimberly and I hope you're having a beautiful day today. Today we're going to be talking about family dynamics. And in the next few episodes, I kind of want to give a general idea of how I was raised and like certain topics like that. So I'll be hitting like family dynamics, parenting, childhood experiences and topics such as this because I kind of thought if you're if you guys are gonna get to know me you might as well start from the beginning and I'm pretty sure a lot of people will relate to many of the experiences or certain things that I I feel like I've noticed in general about family dynamics in this first episode I want to be very general, and then as as I go forward, I'll probably get a little bit focused more deeply on certain roles on each person in your family, I in or in my family, you know. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is the whole idea of having a judgmental family. Now. Everyone knows that with having a family, like it's you, it's it's a gamble. You can either have a nightmare for a family, or you know you can get along with a lot of your family members. But there's always gonna be one of them that when you see at those family functions, you just truly wanna you wanna fight a little bit. And I hope everybody, oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. And I feel like this judgment from family can, you can see in many different ways. Primarily, you can see it from the older generation. We're talking about your grandparents, your family, your parents, and like your aunts, your uncles, generally the people that are older than you. And the way I've kind of seen this, well, when I was younger, I kind of, you kind of interpret this judgment to be personal. And, you know, you don't, you don't really see that maybe they have the intentions of, you know, I want you to be better than I was. And, like, that's not necessarily clear. Which, personally, I just feel like as the older generation you need to be more vocal in saying okay this is the purpose for why I'm having this opinion over your actions so like if you make a mistake whether it be small whether it be big it's the older generation's job essentially to I feel like Instead of phrasing it like, oh, like, Kimberly did this and this and this, and, like, this makes her a bad person, or, you know, this makes, like, putting this kid or this person, somebody that's younger than you, that's, you're supposed to be essentially leading into becoming better than you as a person, or, or becoming a decent person, 
you shouldn't be wording things in a way where they feel degraded or giving them any sort of chance to take that judgment in a negative way. So, like, for instance, you know, like, if I was a grandparent, if I was a parent, and my kid or, like, you know, one of the kids of my siblings did something that I necessarily did not agree with or that is deemed as negative, I feel like the correct way to approach that is face-to-face because sometimes, you know, these family members be pulling out these cards in front of, like, a whole group of, like, you know, your aunts, your uncles, like, everybody's there and they be calling you out. Like, is there is there a problem here, like, that we need to talk about? So I definitely think that the first step would be to say these things one-to-one with the person, whether it be a kid, whether it be, you know, you're a teenager, adult, whatever. If you have a problem with them, like, if you have, if you want to voice your opinion, say that to them face-to-face. Step two would kind of be, in my opinion, being expressing, okay, this is why your action, your decision can be seen as negative and why I perceive that as being negative. And then you can lay out the repercussions for those actions and can kind of show them and make them understand that, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this because this can happen instead of creating this negative environment of kind of calling them out and embarrassing them in front of everyone because I feel like once that happens and I don't know about you guys but the first thing that comes to mind when I think of that is sibling and rivalry between your siblings or your cousins because I know since there's already this foundation of judgment from the older generation of you know my aunts my uncles and my grandparents that you know not only does it keep all my cousins on their toes as well as me but it creates this oh this environment of like oh who's gonna fuck up first or you know like like being known as the bad cousin or the bad sibling and like having people putting that label on you, I feel like is definitely negative and creates a bunch of resentment. Someone referring to that aspect of the family, I feel like we definitely need to focus on acknowledging that this actually is not okay. Because I feel like every time, let's say your grandparent like calls you out and like, you know, in front of everyone and everybody's kind of just stay shut and like awkward because they know it's not necessarily correct but nobody's correcting them well like you can correct someone without being disrespectful you feel me so we need to move toward like just because you're older doesn't mean you're right and like taking steps towards correcting older generations if in fact they seem to be unfair or wrong 
All right, time for the next topic. And this is a topic <laughs> that I'm pretty sure most people, if not all, will relate to because I want to shed a light on the subtle racism and prejudice against LBGTQ in our families. Well, mainly in our older generations, but definitely it can be passed down. And like they can show their kids to have these opinions that aren't necessarily correct. And it's 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 a difficult topic to bring up because when in the situation where like you're in a family gathering and everybody's talking whatever we're having conversation and suddenly there are comments that are made bringing in you know a little sprinkle of racism and certain homophobic jokes and you know everybody laughs everybody you know, there's this vibe of, like, you know, we're not serious, but, like, the comments are still kind of being made, and subconsciously or maybe consciously, you're, you have these opinions of simply having these prejudices against these people, and you're masking that with quote-unquote humor, what you believe to be that and once again, the same thing of like having this respect for the older generation, I feel like kind of stops people from correcting them when it's just, you, you know, you figure like, you know what, they're, they're older, they don't know any better, and you start making these excuses, because just, like, you know, they're, they're, they're ignorant, they're not, they're, I'm not, I don't want to waste my time, like, trying to explain why these certain things are correct, and so then you don't end up doing them, but the results kind of the results by you not doing anything and kind of just letting this, these ideals, ideas keep on being said is, okay, they're making these jokes. They're saying certain things that shouldn't be said around their kids or people that are younger or more impressionable and all of a sudden you you planted a seed of hate and racism a subtle racism and like it's it's planted seeds in, in these kids minds that's just like you know it's okay to joke about these things because you know I'm not really serious or like if it it becomes a subconscious thing and I don't believe that is correct you know I feel like and I, I try to practice this myself where if for any reason certain jokes about other races are being made or certain 
homophobic words are being said, I I have very much evolved to call my family members out on that because it's just like, well, you know, this is kind of racism. Maybe you shouldn't be saying this. And It doesn't, at the very least, in my in my experience, it has never become a thing. It has never become a fight out of it, mainly because I definitely, at the very least, now stand my ground on it. And it's not a thing of like, okay, I'm gonna be yelling at you and be like, well, no, like this is not right, and da 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 da. Like, you can simply put it in, you know, well, how would you feel if they said this and this. And this about our race and our people and using these certain derogatory words. And then all of a sudden, it, it becomes more understanding. Obviously, it becomes frustrating when somebody is truly uneducated in a sense. And not you can't really make them see eye to eye to you. But just by simply pointing it out I feel like you're doing something at least you're not becoming a bystander at that point and personally I I know it doesn't necessarily come from a hateful place of you know I would be violent towards these people but it comes from a my parents believe these things, so I think it's okay to joke about them, which I feel like as the new generation, we kind of have the obligation to speak out against this and be like, okay, no, well, this is going to stop with me. Like, this is this is not okay, and it's honestly as simple as that. Other than that, actually, no, I would want, I do want to add on to this whole prejudice against the LBGTQ because, and this, this leads on to the idea of families kind of not verbalizing a lot of stuff like it's it's a thing of I don't know about you guys but I have certain family members that are either lesbian or gay and it's it's a weird thing because it's just a thing it's like growing up it was just an idea like no Nobody said it out loud. Nobody says the words out loud. Oh, this person is gay. This person is lesbian. Or like they acknowledge that that's a thing at all. It's just like, okay, we're just gonna move on with our day. And like every everybody kind of just has this, this universal understanding of like, okay, this is what this person's sexuality is. However, we will never talk about it. And that's that. You know what I mean? But behind closed doors, there's certain comments being made and, like, certain judgments. So it's just, like, it's it's a weird dynamic, in my opinion, because, like, 
you're okay with it, but you're not. And I find it weird to not talk, like verbalize things and talk things out because when having a, a group of people, when having a family, I feel like if certain things aren't verbalized, like you need to actually say certain words for something to come across clearly, which I feel like many people will, like it's a basic thing to understand. However, when it comes to things that are seen as like taboo or not necessarily that deviates from the norm, it starts going into an area of like, oh, we're not gonna, like, we're just gonna like push this under the rug. Like, we're not gonna talk about this whatsoever. And then I feel like that just starts problems or resentment within the person that is being judged. Because I can personally say that when it comes to this type of topic, like, there's this feeling of fear from the family and this this thing of like I don't understand certain topics or why you choose to be a certain way so I'm just not going to acknowledge it which isn't healthy either emotional or mental it's it's not healthy and I've experienced this when both when I found out, well, not found out, but I have a gay aunt, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, she has her own family. She has her partner. But it's just a thing that is. And it's never been a thing that's been discussed or talked about, which I'm not saying, like, it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this every five minutes, but... It's kind of, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing of, we don't understand this, so we're not going to acknowledge this. It, and, like, I see my aunt kind of restricting, restricting herself in showing certain, like, love towards her partner in front of people because of this, if that makes sense. And maybe that just could be me, like, my interpretation of this, but, you know, I see... Uh, like other people in my family with their partners and they're openly like affectionate and stuff like that and is there's this is restriction of like there's this line that this imaginary line that is drawn where like if lesbian if gay it's it, it feels like you're crossing that when you are showing this in public which shouldn't be there because it should be openly talked about and not just accepted like like blindly accepted if that makes sense and it there's there's a small part of me that that sees this and gets a little bit mad but an other side that completely understands in the sense of if you're if you're like a mother if you're a sister if you're you know, if these are the people, if this person is somebody you care about and, like, you don't necessarily understand, you know, okay, 
this is their preference or whatever it may be, you, you're, you're overrun with this fear of like, okay, well, this means that their life is going to be harder. They're going to be faced with certain obstacles and people, you know, people that are gonna have negative reactions towards this and you you focus more on that whereas you should be focused on maybe asking the person about certain things you're confused about or you know educating yourself and making them feel like they have your support and your love and that's honestly all you can do because I know when I came out to my mother as bisexual it was for me it was just a thing of like okay I've been knew this like (laughs) I've been knew this and it's something that just kind of came out naturally I guess in a conversation and the response wasn't necessarily like confrontive or like oh no like like you know a very negative reaction but it was definitely um no you're not bisexual like you're just confused or certain like you know, that kind of thing and it's it's something that comes from ignorance and not being able to accept certain things or not they're simply not being able to understand things and after a while, I kind of understood, like, well, you know, as a mother, you, not saying that the problem is with being gay, lesbian, or whatever, the problem is with you don't want to see your child, the person that you raised and you love so much, go through the struggles that you know they're gonna face with having this preference, and I understood that, and, you know, with time, like, you know, relationships evolve and, like, things get better and there's understanding that is made. But just advice for any family member that you have and, like, that comes out to you and stuff like that, it will always be a shock in the beginning. And you're always going to have this initial feeling of fear for the person you love because you know they're gonna face they're gonna have a long road ahead and they're gonna face a lot of prejudice because you know that's just our society there's gonna be hateful people out there but the biggest thing you can do is acknowledge you know their feelings their preference whatever it may be acknowledge and don't don't negate something that they that they've said like don't be like oh no it's it's you're confused or whatever well they're, they're not they're not if if somebody's coming out to you it's not something that they, they've done in like out of nowhere they they've thought about it they've had <laughs> plenty of long nights to think about this and it's a it's generally a big thing like it's not something that is like oh you know what today i'm gonna come out so definitely acknowledge how they feel and make sure that they're okay mentally emotionally that they're good and that you know no matter what they're facing that at the end of the day that you got them you know 
So that's just something. All right, that's just something I wanted to share. Next topic, which kind of goes back to what I've said of being verbal in a family, whether it be, you know, just your parents and your siblings or like as far as to go as your aunts, your uncles and your grandparents and stuff like that. There's this need for communication. And, you know, I I definitely have tried to increase this and go by this of just being as much as you can being honest maybe a lot of people disagree with me because they think I'm too honest sometimes but I feel like the best thing you can do is be completely honest because when faced with problems in a family or drama or whatever a large situation in your family if you don't say 100% of what you need to say there's always going to be that little tiny idea in your head of damn I didn't get to say this to this person at this time or you know there's this this little idea then becomes resentment and then other things start happening and then that that becomes bigger and then as certain things keep happening because you didn't say the thing that you wanted to say it starts building up and eventually it will come to a falling out it will come to certain relationships breaking or a large fight now i feel like this is especially important when dealing with children because i feel like it's a common idea of oh they're too young to know what's happening you know or certain things like that when in reality i feel like kids are pretty conscious at the very least after five years old after five years old maybe you don't understand exactly what's happening but you you're a sponge like kids are sponges they will notice everything and they'll intake as much as information as they can whether it be visual auditory or whatever it may be but they'll know they'll notice and maybe it won't it won't come out in a year or two but i promise you it will stay in their head and it will hit them later on in life so it's definitely important for whenever drama happens whenever a big problem in the family happens to verbalize this to your child and try to explain it to them so then this whole thing doesn't stay in their mind as an unresolved problem so if something big happened big happens and like you explain okay this is what happened and this is what came out of it this is what we can learn and like analyzing a situation so it doesn't stay as un as an unresolved problem in the child's head and i feel like that's just a thing of just having a better family family relationships with each other because if you don't you know if you don't verbalize what you want to say then okay now you're gonna go to somebody else and then you're gonna tell them and they're gonna tell somebody else and eventually things will go around and pe- the person that you didn't want to say this thing to will find out so save everyone the trouble 
and just be upfront with stuff. Now, here comes the idea of because somebody is blood, somebody is family, now suddenly they get special privileges and they get the right to get away with a lot of stuff. Which is ridiculous. Because for me personally, you know, if there's something that I've got out of my parents, my family raising me, is to not take shit from no one. So if you make this a thing with your kid, how does it make sense for somebody that you're related to to not abide by that rule? You know what I'm saying? Like, if my cousin were to say something disrespectful or do something wrong to me, oh, I shouldn't overreact now because she's my cousin, she's blood, she will always be there and stuff like that. So, like, I should just let it go or shouldn't be dramatic, whatever. But what? Like, make that make sense, please. Like, no, like... You don't get no special privileges just because we're we're family. You're you're gonna stand by the same exact criteria that I hold everybody else. Just because you're my cousin doesn't give you the right to disrespect me. Just because you're my parent does not give you the right to disrespect me. This shouldn't be a thing of okay, you get special privileges, or just because you're older than me, I'm should I'm supposed to I'm supposed to respect you the reason for me respecting you should never be because you're older than me it should or like you you're just family I should you should ingrain the idea in your kids that you should respect people simply because that's the right thing to do don't respect your parents because they're your parents or they're older than you or they you know they gave you all these things respect your parents sure acknowledge the many things that they have given you but respect them because they're humans you know respect them because they're human beings and you should be you should generally respect everyone in general and i feel like this is just such a big thing because it's like you know whether it be you know your parents just came home from work, they've had a rough day, suddenly they snap at you, and that's okay, because they're your parents. Well, no, sis. Like, if I were to do that to you, that would be a problem. That would be disrespectful. So how does that translate? Like, if I were to snap at you, you would beat my ass. So, um... Where's where's the quality here, sis? I don't see that. <laughs> so that's definitely a thing that I feel like needs to be addressed in any family of just like having respect for people because it's the right thing to do and not having these special privileges of like 
letting your family members get away with things because they're your family members. Like, no, wrong is wrong, right is right, and respect is respect. (sighs) Okay, now, this is going to be a little bit... I'm going to try to simplify this next topic because... This next topic is going to be the dynamics of women and men within your family. Now, we're going to go by the... I'm going to generalize this, okay? Because it, it just makes things simpler. For women, and I can only speak for my experience as a living within a Mexican family... Women are usually the ones that cook, that are seen as dependable, and generally are helpless in a sense. Like, it's it's a weird thing to say that because I was taught to be strong and be independent you know what I mean I was I was taught to be to deviate from this general idea of women yet all the examples that I had in front of me in my family were this general idea or not necessarily that but still believe that generalization to be true Now, that aside, men are usually seen as emotionless, violent, and in a way, the person that moves all the pieces. You know what I mean? Like, they're seen as the person that makes the decisions in the family. Going off that... There comes a lot of problems with these generalizations because, first of all, the first problem is even having these separate criteria for these for women, both women and men, when in reality we should have a criteria for everyone. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like okay you. You should be hitting these checkpoints to be a good woman. You should be checking, like, all these checkpoints to be a good man. It should be, I'm going to be this, this, and this. Because that just makes a general, decent human being. You know what I mean? Like, whether you have a son or a daughter, you would want them to be independent. You would want them to hold their ground. You would want them to have good judgment and good morals. Now with this, it's it's hard to see all these dynamics play through, especially when I was younger because that was the time when my aunts, my uncles, my parents were younger and were still going through all their problems and like certain bad judgment calls. So, 
I guess what I'm trying to say is we need to stop making excuses for both women and men in within our families. You know, it shouldn't be as as a woman and having this generalization of what you need to be or be seen as that shouldn't you shouldn't be limiting yourself to doing that you just being in the kitchen shouldn't be your goal it should you should surpass that and be better than that because that wouldn't just make you a good woman it would make you a good person it would make you striving to become a better and more independent person now on the other side generally in my experience i have seen that the men in my family get babied a little bit now So, because these men are taught to be emotionless and taught to be strong, in the past, I'm not talking about, like, my cousins right now, I'm talking about, like, my uncles and the men in the older generations. I have seen they were taught to be emotionless and all these things, and in general, I have seen a lot of violence coming from them infidelity coming from them and certain things that are just not right and the reason I say that I have seen a babying is because there's this initial reaction of like this is just how men are and this justification for that which in never made sense to me because in my head as an adult you are responsible for your own actions whether you be a man or a woman and maybe I'll go further on in another episode about my whole idea an opinion about how society views men versus how they view women. But for right now, I guess I'll just leave you off with with these distinctions of what men should be and what women should be within a family. We need to remind ourselves that there isn't a division between either one. There needs to be an integration and this idea that we're we all need to work together to make this family work and we all need to be held responsible for being better not necessarily to be a better woman or man but to be a better person in general so now that we've hit so many topics <laughs> i feel like I'll give some insight on 
my personal experience and focus more on that because I'm a family-oriented person and I've always been that way whether it it's it's probably a conditional thing because my family has always been very close even though the only family we have here is just my own and my aunt and her family however in Mexico where the rest of my family is we're they're, they're extremely close and this idea of being family oriented has always been a big thing in my life and for a while I saw it and growing up I saw it to be a very negative thing because when being family oriented in my head you know this is just me I kind of took up this responsibility of if anything went wrong within my family it was my fault you know and it definitely made me prioritize the problems within my family more than any sort of problems I'd have within myself which is bad (laughs) More along, more in high school, this happened because there was just so many things happening at once, and there was, you know, it was it was a rough time for my close family, and I, I and in general, I do struggle, and maybe this is why, but I struggle with boundaries, so. Growing up, I kind of saw myself as being the person I was within my family. And I was nothing but that. And nothing else mattered but that. And that can drive, that can cause such a toll on your emotional well being and your mental well being. Because you involve yourself within all the drama all the problems of other family members and take up that negative vibe and put that on your shoulders. It's it's not the right thing to do, but it's the thing that I felt like I was wired to do. And I'm sure that multiple people have this problem, but... It, it was very hard because when my family was having a rough patch, that meant I was having a rough patch. Anything wrong that's ever happened, it was my problem when it really didn't directly involve me. Because I saw myself as my family, if that makes sense. Anything with in the vicinity of that's going on in my family had to do with me. And there wasn't this separation between what is Kimberly, what makes up Kimberly, and my family. And I kind of had to learn along along the way of just having that set boundary of 
you know, okay, maybe this is happening within your family. However, that doesn't directly affect you. So you shouldn't pull that, put that weight on your shoulders. And once I started kind of building this, these boundaries along that, it, I started getting emotionally and mentally better. Because I think I think my fear or what took such a toll on me was not only being judged by my family, but the idea of having my family fall apart and me having any sort of responsibility in that. And I had to keep repeating in my mind that my family's opinions are just those. They're opinions. They're not facts. And so then I started, I started to have to build who I kind of was and like my individuality and what that stood for like I I had to sit down with myself and be like okay family aside who is Kimberly what are her hobbies what does she like what does she stand her stand for what are her morals and simply just make myself aware of that because I needed to understand that no matter who my family thinks I am and their perception of me that isn't me you know whenever and I also had to I also had to I also had to drill in my mind that any sort of slip up that I made was my slip up it wasn't my family's slip up and that's still a thing that I struggle with because in my family it's definitely okay you reflect on us and I I have made decisions in the past that were you know I had to make the call you know if I'm the type of person that I don't get pushed to do anything if I'm doing something I thought it through well generally because you know sometimes (laughs) I make some questionable decisions. I won't let, but I'm talking about maybe 90% of the chance, 90% of times I do think this, think things through and I do things with a purpose in mind. So I had to drill into my head any sort of choice that I've made. I took time to make it and I was able to accept that I made that decision and I would be able to live with that decision. And anything that had to do with my family's perception of those decisions did not matter. Because at the end of the day, you know, sure, it is important what your parents think of you. It's important what certain family members think of you. And like, you should definitely keep that into consideration, but it should stop at that. You know, you can consider it, but it should not define you. So I had to make myself 
accept who I was no matter what my family thought. You know, because at the end of the day, if I make a decision, I have to live with that. If any type if any of your family members suddenly feel attacked or they feel like you know you you disrespected them by making a certain decisions, well, honestly, that's your business, sis, because I'm okay with my decisions. I'm okay with living with my decisions. If it has to do with my with my body, with anything, with my energy, with anything that has to do with me, that's my business, right? If you do what you gotta do, that's your business. I have, sure, I have the right to, like, have my own opinions about it, but I should in no way push that on you or have that take a toll on your mental. So if I... I definitely encourage people that are family-oriented and I definitely have friends that aren't family-oriented and have a whole completely different perspective on family dynamics. However, in my, what I have lived and my perception of things, if you are family-oriented, you need to have these boundaries and this distinction of where your family starts and where you end. You know what I mean? Like, you have to know what you're about. And then after you, you're you very much aware with that and you accept it, then that's where your family comes in. You know, you can see their, you can see their opinions and what they think about you, but you already are confident in who you are. So it won't hit you as hard to hear those judgments. Knowing that, my biggest advice with dealing with judgmental family members and toxic relationships within your family and trying to avoid this emotional burnout with them would be focus on yourself. And I'm not saying be selfish. I'm just saying figure out who you are. Figure out what you're about, you know, your moralities, your perception on things, what you like, what what makes you you, what makes you tick. Once you figure that out and you're confident and you're like, okay, this is me, this is me. These are the facts right now. What, What I figure about myself are facts. Once you figure that out, any sort of negative energy, any sort of negative opinions that anybody in your family has, take it with a grain of salt. Don't take it personally. Because a lot of the time when a family member tells you something negative, and don't get me wrong, I'm very much open to productive opinions and like productive things that like will make me better. And like you're telling me this to make me a better person, make help me make better decisions, completely open to that. But if it's a thing of you're reminding me about certain mistakes I've made in my life and, like, problems that I've made or decisions, like, all that sort of things, if you're reminding me of negative things about my past, do I need to remind you to mind your business? Like, it's just, take it with a grain of salt. Don't take that personally. Because a lot of the time, it has to do with them. Sis, 
you don't got something to do right now that you have the time to be telling, like, judging me? Like, come on. Come on. So please take things with a grain of salt. If not, if you're finding yourself in a situation where you're being affected about the opinion that your family has about you, get yourself some distance. Distance yourself a little bit, whether it be like you walk out of the room, take a walk, go read a book, go watch an episode of Rick and Morty. (laughs) Take some time to clear your head. Get that distance. And definitely keep reminding, reassure yourself, reassure yourself. Be like, okay, maybe this is their opinion, but I know what I'm about. I know, I know that I made the best decision that I could. And if if you have any doubt in your head that maybe you made the wrong decision, like play play your decision back in your head. What made you make that decision? You know, if it could be better, then make that decision for yourself. You know what I mean? If you're if you if you perceive that the judgment that your family member made has some truth to it, don't don't let your emotions get the better of you. Take out the positive things and whatever they said and be like, oh well maybe maybe they had a point in this, like maybe I could have gone a different direction as to what I could have decided. And make that productive. You know what I mean? Take get any sort of negative vibes from any family member. Tr- take a break. After you have done that, self-analyze. Maybe you could have done things better, but don't beat yourself down for it. Make that into a more productive decision or like keep that in mind next time you have to make that call again. The last thing I will be talking about is kind of has to do with the idea of friends being the family that you choose because I know for I have certain people in my life certain friends that I think of like like blood like we're just inseparable ride or die and there's this idea within family members' head that's like, oh, but that's not your blood, though. But that's not your blood, though. Like, they don't hold priority to anybody that you're related to, which, in my opinion, is false. <laughs> false. <laughs> because you can have a friend with good moralities that wants the best for you and, like, has never hurt you in ways that people that are related to you have. So you can definitely pick your family in your friends. Friends can become family plain and simple. It doesn't have to be like I've had friends that I've known for for eight years and that I'm 100% is my best friend. Shout out to my son Genesis. (laughs) like we're so like she cannot end this friendship whatsoever like she has a tattoo of my initials on her ankle like we're blood blood like that's my ride or die right there and then I also have friends that I've met in college and like we have maybe like two three years of friendship and it was just a natural click 
unnatural like I just met my soulmate in a friend type shit but it was just this natural connection and I also consider her blood I also consider her part of my family so is this don't feel ashamed for prioritizing certain friends above certain people that you're related to because at the end of the day you have to see you have to judge both of these people as people regardless of whether one is genetically related to you does one have better judgment than the other does one have better morality and this like these are two human beings based on their actions who is more dependable and that's how you can honestly distinguish on whether or not you should prioritize certain things certain friends certain family members well guys <laughs> thank you for tuning in i will be making podcasts every i will try to make one every monday if not maybe i will try to record in advance and maybe i'll give you guys two podcasts per week we'll see i'm still trying to fi- i'm still trying to figure that out but thank you so much for listening and never forget every day take one step towards self-actualization bye guys